C3 penis face and R2 dickhead. Hello there. Looking. Found someone you have, I would say. <laughs> May the force be with us. Fucking A. Good day, Galaxy. Uh, what the fuck? I think there was a weird sample rate <clears throat> conversion when I loaded my template, so the intro played really slow. It was wacky. Turn hey, me on man. a little bit. It got a, yeah, it made it a little more chill, a little mm-hmm. more laid back, set the tone for the evening. Do I sound like a lower voice to you? No. Do I sound like weird to you? <laughs> Shot it. <laughs> That's what it was like. Jesus. Anyways, how's it going, everybody? Episode 83, Rogue Squadron Podcast. I am favorite Mopar. and most rowdiest. I'm Commander Cody. Star Wars Podcast on the web. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I had to interject my name mid-sentence. Commander Cody podcast. <laughs> yes, yes. We took yeah. a week off, so thanks everybody for being back with us. Um, not too much craziness has happened over the past few weeks. First um, frost. First frost. Uh, it is November. We did see Doctor Strange. We got, got a new another president. We got <laughs> no, a new president. Nothing really happened. We're not going to talk about. It. Well, that's nothing really happened in Star Wars well, world. We got um, a new trailer. A new international trailer with a few more uh, little hidden gems. But yeah, mm-hmm. I, I wasn't going to bring up the whole don't <clears throat> resident thing. Let's talk about why, why I'm pissed. <laughs> why are you pissed? Because fucking. Okay. So I went out to lunch. Mopar is pissed. Mopar went to lunch. <laughs> I got to Kroger. I'm like, Mopar, I'm going to buy something. You haven't been pissed all day, and you started the episode. Dude, with, hey, I was. Let me tell you why fucking, I'm pissed. No, it was a couple of weeks ago, and I went to Kroger. <laughs> a couple of weeks. I'm still pissed. All right. So hear. I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna go buy something. I'm gonna buy something for me because I've been doing good. <laughs> so I walked into Kroger, grabbed me a sandwich, and I walked over to the magazine rack. I said, "Magazine, magazine rack. I want something." So. I saw Star Wars magazine. Yeah. Looked at it. Had a new Stormtrooper on it. Said, yep, that's the one. I bought that shit. Went and opened my sandwich. Was sitting at my desk. And I opened the book. And it was just like, oh, my God. We're all excited for um, The Force Awakens. I looked at it. I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And it said, take off shelf January of 2016. So they were a year late. (laughs) 11 months late? 11 months. <laughs> just like, I mean, there's still decent stuff in there, but I was fucking pissed. I was just like, I wanted up-to-date stuff. It doesn't really matter that much because a lot of the stuff they're talking about is like the making of the original trilogy, but... Oh. I wonder if that's how people feel when they turn on an episode of our show and like, these fuckers are talking about Darth Bane again. What the fuck? It's <laughs> <laughs> like 3,000 years old. So it this looks is like a it. cool magazine, though. I, well, you yeah. Oh, it doesn't have that new Star Trooper. I was mistaken. Um, 2015 is the date on it, and I bought it last week. The Epic Saga. Yeah, I thought it Wait, was just Wait, is like, it like... It's its own magazine? No, it's from the editors of Vanity Fair, mm. Wired, Vogue, and the Nude Bitch. But it is like its own thing. It's not like an episode or uh, an issue of... 
Uh, this is like a special. What the fuck was that? This is a special issue. I believe. I'm a darling. What? <laughs> That's a little creepy. <laughs> What's going on? This is what we're looking at, by the way. Yeah. She done fucked her neck up. This is terrifying. <laughs> the head. She pulled a neck muscle holding that headdress up. And now, she, yeah. There's too much weight on the Nubian headdress. So little did you know. Well, yeah. Uh, the little nut sacks at the bottom of her red dress here. And it's. She's trying to think of the scene. She's staring out the window, Queen Amadalin, and she's got that little, she's got the big red dress. Yeah. The first dress she wears, she's got those like nutsack light up globes. You can see the fucking dress is plugged in in the background. You can see the cable going to the wall. Really? I never noticed that before in my life. Oh my God. (laughs) And it is a small thing. It doesn't, it, since no one noticed it, it doesn't really change anything, but... Two fighters it, against a stardust fire. These uh, poses are... That looks like a wedding cake. It looks like he's stripping. Didn't you ever, did you see yeah. the meme on Force Friday last year? Yeah. Oh, yeah, with the... With this the, is what we're talking about. This pose of Anakin, and they just put him on a stripper pole, <laughs> and then the way Obi-Wan's hands are, it was... It was Making it rain. Yeah. <laughs> this must have been uh, where it was from. All right. Well, I had a little thing I wanted to bring up. It's quick. But since <clears> you're <throat> talking about episode one right now, um, I'll just I'll just pull it up. So I was I met Burns and Noble pretty frequently. So I'm usually roaming around Easton doing some work, you know, uh, the coffee shop at Barnes and Noble, getting some books, doing whatever. So I walked by this. It's called the Star Wars The Complete Locations. It's one of those giant, like, huge hardcover books. Legends. So I flipped it open, and I landed on stuff about episode one. So it's complete locations for the, for the movie saga. Something very interesting I learned about Naboo is when Boss Nass says that they're going through the planet core. He doesn't actually mean that they're going from one side of the planet through the center to the other side. What it, it is, instead of, like, ma- uh, like <clears throat> the magma that we have, like, in the Earth, mm-hmm. it's all just aquatic tunnels yeah. under the entire core of, like, the planet of Naboo. Mm-hmm. And I never knew that. I thought that was pretty interesting. Because when he said go through the planet core, I was like, they're just digging through the other side of the friggin' world and it didn't make any sense. But there's this whole shit under the crust where they're just, where all those giant Godzilla creatures live. And there's always a bigger fish. And they just kind of flow through that yeah, thing. And oh, end up in like when they use it, they can use it in trouble. So I just, I never knew that before. And I thought our fans would like to hear. I thought it was pretty interesting. Mopar. It's all right. <laughs> it's all right. It's only the like, structure of the entire planet. What? This never happened. Why are you freaking out about it? Get out of the fucking desert, Obi-Wan versus Maul. Oh, they just do promo shots for stuff like I that. I fucking hate Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Shut it down. Mopar's pissed. Before we get too pissed, we should probably do our beer review. All right, let's unpissed. <laughs> Anti-piss. Anti-pisser. So, yeah, I mean, it's not a huge deal, but I thought the Nubian planet core thing was interesting. It made sense. Well, it didn't for a while, and that's why I brought it up. So if anyone Ooh. was also confused why they traveled through the center of the planet... 
Didn't happen that way. I actually just assumed that there was like water passages, but they didn't go directly straight across. They went like they in did. and in yeah. around. Yeah. And they had a map of it too. It was like a cutout of the planet and it showed like the core and all the passageways. Like the it core. looked pretty sweet. We have like the core. core. By planet core, I assume they mean planet core. <laughs> Can't get enough of that. Um, all right. So what are we drinking tonight? kind of metal do you like I, I like hardcore i like rancor my favorite I like planet core <laughs> i like planet core boss with, nass with just, boss i like, planet, I like core. planet core you should edit that meme and I will. do it <laughs> so today for our beer review we've got flying dog is the brewery and it's their blood line so it's a blood orange ale uh, I have no fucking clue where they're out of because they don't put shit on their <laughs> shit. I honestly, I see nothing on the entire box. The one thing I do have to give credit to is their whoever makes the art, whoever draws their art for their boxes and their bottles looks fucking amazing. Which I it reminds me of someone from that did the Pink Floyd art, and I need to look that up because I don't remember. It's gonna make me mad when you find it. I can't think of the guy's name either. Fine dog beer. Just look at this up really quick because I do want to know where they're from. Right there, what's it say? Can't read. Maryland. Maryland. Madeline. Look yeah, up so. uh, Pink Floyd. Oh, yeah. Ger- Gerald Scarf. Yep. <laughs> Thank you. Gerald Scarf. Yeah, so this is really is what it looks like. It's like crazy. I, I, it's like abstract realism almost. Like he always, I don't know what those two words mean. So. Well, it's just like he paints real things, like humans and human faces and animals. But he fucks them up so much, but you can still obviously tell what they are. I don't know. Absenteeism. I'm gonna drink this. Too close smells. to the election. You're talking about absentee beers. Oh, it's got an interesting smell. I like it. Yeah, it does. So it just says ale. It doesn't say like blood orange. IPA or anything. 7%. It's fresh. Enjoy by April of 17. So it's definitely brand new. It's got a fucked up bloody faced dog on it. Poor guy. That's why I'm saying it's like abstract. It's obviously a dog. It looks like an unhappy George Bush dog. (laughs) His face does kind of look like George Bush. (laughs) Because he's simple minded. No, I feel I I don't know. I'm not getting into politics, but um, yes, yeah, seven point zero. Trying to, I'm trying. George Bush, absenteeism. <laughs> um, <laughs> seven point zero. We've got a six pack here. Bloodline is the name of the beer we're gonna be sipping on. Uh, so let's do it. Smell. Test. I got a lot it's of foam sm- here. Okay. So it smells delicious. I'm gonna take my first sip out of the bottle. Ooh, it's. What are you doing? Cheers in. Oh, got it. Wow. Ooh. Whoa. That's got a crazy taste. That's really good. That's really fucking good. And I came from an arrogant bastard, and it's really good, man. It's super refreshing. <clears throat> it's super bubbly. <clears throat> yeah. Dad bit of that orange. Dad bit of what? <laughs> So the description is what brings us together as brethren of good beer. He's talking too much. Bitterness. <laughs> you said four words. 
words. It says, this is the beer we have. Fuck <laughs> it's that. It's so long. <laughs> and it started with this preamble, like the fucking Declaration of Independence. <laughs> I was just like, what's in the beer? Tell me, please. Uh, bitterness that runs through our veins. What would typically make goosebumps rise and send shivers up spines? See, there's just like a bunch of just fucking Embrace. pros about beer. Just tell me what's in it, man. Cast away four years, embrace the fire, and join the flock. It does. It doesn't even say what's in the flying, fucking beer, man. Flying dog, huh? <sighs> Ailed with a blood orange puree and natural flavor. That's a politician statement about what the beer is. What's in your beer? Well, let me uh, say all these flowery words, <laughs> and we're there stuck on politics. See, can't help it. Make beer the way we want it to be. <laughs> So I don't know what's in it. Orange, obviously, because it's in the name. But other so than let that, me let me break this down. It's refreshing. I, I would like. I want to hear a it. It's super refreshing beer. Tell me about right it. Right off the bat, it is a little pale, but it soothes you to sleep <laughs> with that citrus. So it doesn't end with that bitterness kick in the back of your throat. But you it's like you're trying so, to cast a spell over here. <laughs> I was healing my own thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> We've been playing too much Skyrim. Yeah, which. By the way, <laughs> I made a Sidious character, and I got all my black robes. I'm pale as fuck, got the deep, dark eyes, and I'm using only lightning. But that's a lie, because <laughs> lightning sucks ass, and you can only upgrade it 75%, if you want to say that. So the first upgrade of lightning is 25% stronger, and the second one's 50, and that's where it ends. You can't like upgrade lightning anymore. So destruction has its limits, and unless you have mods, true. But I'm limited because I don't have the lightning storm yet or chain right. lightning, so I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's not the best. And if you use the same spell over, over and over and over again, I feel like it does get boring. The cool thing about magic in Skyrim is that there's so many different things you can do with it. Well, what I've been doing, and I figured if Sidious doesn't just use lightning, he's going to be a cloak and dagger guy. So I've been doing all uh, sneak and double dagger, and I got the 15 times damage when I sneak up the people. Ooh, so I walked in, idea. cut a dude's throat, and then shocked the other guy to death. I'm like, that's Sidious. <laughs> yep. So that's that where I'm him. at with that. I have no armor. And that's kind of how I pictured Sidious. And I'm not doing the alteration spells either. Well, not having the armor kind of forces you to figure the shit out the right way. Because if you get... sneak up, you don't want to be seen. If a bandit chief gets up on you, it's one hit, pretty much. No, it's less. It's less than a hit. (laughs) 0.7 hits. Dude, I got fucked up. What was it? Bandit chief. What was it? Oh, it was a snow wolf, which can be sneaky strong, but they're never one hit. This dude jumped on me and mauled me to death with... Dude, it was... I was unhappy. (laughs) Dear Lord. Oh, my gosh. So this beer is fantastic. 7.0 again. Um, I'm going to check it in on Untapped. If you're watching and you haven't yet, you can't even see what I'm showing you, unfortunately. Trying to... There's something... Follow There's us on untapped else. at Rogue Squad Pod. There is something else in him. It's yeah, I wish just... it told us. There's orange and there's ale. That's all we know. I like it a lot, though. Um, it's wow. Yeah, yeah. It's got a lot to offer. It's. I just keep going back to refreshing. It's a bit bitter, but the bitterness is just smooths the fuck out with uh, citrus. It's not even. Yeah, it's not even too bitter. 
It's good enough hops. Well, it's like the upfront bitterness of a, of sure. a pale ale, not even an IPA. It's just yeah. like a pale ale, and then it it ends there. It's almost like a shandy kind of sugary taste at the end. Mm-hmm. It smooths with out. The, yeah, with the orange in there, yeah. Wow. Very impressed. Am I impressed? Mm, yes. Leather-bound books. Mm-hmm. What? I'm giving it a three is what I I'm saying. I also am <laughs> saying three. <laughs> so, mm. if you find it. I'm gonna three have to, stars. I think I've tried one other flying dog, and I don't remember it being that good, but it could have been like five years ago when I never liked different beers. I've always heard good things about them. Um, a year or two ago, I got one of their IPAs. It was a double IPA. It was like 11.5%. Obviously, it's crazy strong. It was still pretty good, but this is the first, like, you know, normal beer I've had by them. Blood Orange is coming back, though. That used to be a big thing a few years ago. And I don't remember that at all. Now it's on tap everywhere. I, we went to Pies and Pines. Ooh, they had it there. They had a darker one, I believe. Hmm. Ooh, it was so good. Interesting. I was jealous of the human I went with. <laughs> it wasn't a Wookiee. I'm just specifying. Before I came over here, uh, I had a PB&J, but I was sitting there watching The Force Awakens again, the beginning. I was watching The Force Awakens, the beginning, while I was on the goddamn treadmill the other day. You know, I just... Uh, really good. We're not going to get back into it. I just... I'm we saying, can. I'm saying Star one Wars sentence. Show. One sentence. I'm saying so. I don't understand why people hate it so much if they do. It's still a I don't. You can hate the plot. You can hate the character, but physically, the movie's great. The action scenes, the character development, the relationships between the characters, the way it flows, is all good. You don't have to like that Kylo Ren exists, but the fact that uh, I don't know, like Ray's interaction with Han, you can clearly see that there's something else there. You said Han- one sentence. It was a run-on. It was a run, one, run, one, one big run-on. A bunch run of commas on. in that one. I was being it's a politician. Collins. Let me say one thing about it. Just <laughs> <laughs> I, well, first of all, there's always something to complain about. I know. I think everyone wants to complain about something, especially in like the nerd gaming community. I know more than you. Oh, it gets, it gets out of hand real quick. But. And then actually, it doesn't. Oh, sorry, man. (laughs) Triggered. And second to that is is that all the negative stuff comes right to right to the top to our focus. Like all of our friends, like Force Awakens is awesome. Yeah, I loved it. It was good. We saw it. Man, it was it was pretty bad. And then that jumps right up. And then we get into fucking Twitter argument. We're just like, yeah, motherfucker. And then that happens. Um, people, I, I know because people will be biting their tongues yeah. when eight comes out. But Kylo's such a bitch. He's such a he. He. Blah, I blah, understand blah. that and argument. I I get it, but they're still yeah. going to be biting their tongues because we're going to figure out Ray is a lot stronger, or she was f- trained prior to that event, or we're going to see some crazy conflict in in Kylo that we didn't see prior to. There's going to be more to these characters, obviously. Another thing that I saw was... I think I took a picture of it. Hold on. I have more to say about Force Awakens. Well, so. then say it now. You've got 30 seconds. <laughs> the 
<laughs> the hypocrisy arises when people complain about Ray beating Kylo so quickly, but then are big fans of Luke and the original trilogy, and how Luke, within like a few days, blows up the super weapon of the strongest fucking government and military that you've seen in the galaxy. Like, it's a movie. It's yeah. Star Wars. It's Lucas. You have to be forgiving about certain things. No, I agree that this farm boy goes from he goes from a farm boy to destroying the biggest thing ever yeah. created. Yeah. People don't take that in. I don't know. It's just well, the forgiving so part for Luke is that he's Anakin's kid, so he naturally has a lot of ability. The forgiving thing for Ray, we don't quite know yet. I think that's why people are more upset about it. But I think we're going to find out pretty quick. And I think, or not pretty quick, in eight is what I meant to say. And uh, yeah, man, I don't know. It's like people get really tied up in, I was an original trilogy fan. The prequels suck. And The Force Awakens is just a ripoff of episode four. Then you're not a Star Wars fan. And people, younger fans also get caught up in prequels are awesome. The original trilogy is too old. I don't really like it. And blah, blah, blah. Just take the overall scope of the saga of the universe. It's a give and take. You've got to understand. Some shit about Rebels is annoying, but a lot of it is really awesome. You just have to fucking balance that shit out. You know what I'm saying? And people don't take the time. If It's almost like people have their mind already made up. They're making another Star Wars. They shouldn't because the original trilogy, trilogy hit me so hard as a kid and meant right. so much to me. The fact that it's going to spread the story, I don't want that. So I'm just going to search for stuff in the movie that I hate. Well, what about all the people that are kids now that need to be hit with something like right. that? Fuckers. Yeah. No. Or I, people but freaking out about the... Uh, <laughs> I think it was confirmed that Rogue One is not going to have the crawl. It was like, yeah, well, we've it's not a Star that. Wars movie. Yeah, we've speculated, but I think they now confirm that it's not going to have a crawl. They're like, well, it's not a Star Wars movie. It's not a Star Wars movie, bro. It doesn't have a crawl. It's so dumb. I'm not going to watch it. Is it really... You're going to fucking watch it. Vader's on screen. Dude. I know. Shut up. Yeah. Is it really... The one thing that sets Star Wars apart is the fucking words that float by at the beginning. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? You're not a Star Wars fan. I know it's like original and cool, but wipe it away and you still have fucking Star Wars. God <laughs> damn. I, Am I happy that they're getting rid of it? Not necessarily. But the fact that they get, they're getting rid of it doesn't take anything away from, from the movie for me. I don't know. Uh, I think this I, is a pissed episode. I think piss cute. I think not having the crawl is a good way to separate the, the spinoff movies from the saga. I think that's the point, and I think it's okay. A lot of people brought up the, brought up the argument that, well, they did use the crawl in games and stuff. Like Kotor starts with the, a crawl. They didn't know any better. It was it was back then. We didn't know there was going to be more movies. And blah blah blah. There's no crawl in uh, the Force Unleashed. I don't remember. I, I bet, I bet so. there is. Really? Yeah, I bet there I is. I know there is in the, the Jedi Knight series. Um, but I just think it's a really good way to signify the difference in the movies, especially the difference in the tone. Um, and I'm excited, and I don't give a shit, and I'm going <laughs> to see it. I'm very happy, and I don't give a shit. <laughs> you're, you're happy I don't give a shit about the crawl. Um, right. Five weeks, man. 35 to days. Day. 35 days, I believe, is the exact. Those two things mean the same thing. Right. I'm just <laughs> confirming 35 days. In different language for others. 28 yeah. days and a week. 
Speaking. Yes. <laughs> it means the same thing. Jesus. And <laughs> trigger. Wow. Yeah. So it's yeah. It's in five weeks. Um, on that note, before we move on, if you're in Columbus, we will be at the premiere gateway film center here. Everything that we did for May the 4th, essentially we'll be back just in general, just a big celebration for rogue one. And we'll all be there drinking beer ready for the first showing 7 PM on Thursday in exactly five weeks. So if you're in Columbus from the area, come out, make it happen, watch the movie together and all bitch about not having an opening crawl when we get out. All right. I liked it up until the floating words didn't show up. So you liked the Lucasfilm and that was it? Disney! Okay, we're done. I quit. Quit. Okay. So let's get into a couple of things about Star Wars specifically. Okay. okay. Um, bring up that list that I had. Or list. The, uh, the topic list. 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 Okay. So don't look at that. Okay. So the pissed off magazine that I picked up actually does <laughs> still have it has a lot of good content. So pissed I was, magazine. I was pissed Im- immediately. And then it kind of wore off when I started reading good content. You're just here. pissed by the date. Dude, I was trying to buy a new You just pissed at the store for not taking it off the shelf. Yeah. Well, well, if they wouldn't do that with anything else, if I bought a fucking sports thing from a, a year ago, I'd you be pissed. Fuck. Could be pissed. Was <laughs> ESPN, Golden State wins. <clears throat> Golden State wins. Oops. Um, so, Pissed. the conflict was, now that we have two sagas, and we've talked about it Two sagas, bit. what? Well, two uh, trilogies, I'm sorry. One saga, two trilogies. Three. Plus one. Plus one. But this was written before the fucking seven <laughs> one came out. So, we've got the two trilogies. And the big conflict was if I have children, where do I start them? You can't you can't start them at, at well, if you start them at four, you spoil that Palpatine is the Emperor and a Sith. If you start them at one, you ruin that Luke that Vader is Luke's father. So five doesn't make sense. Like the big drop in five, you're just like, yeah, I saw Anakin, this hoe, give birth and pass out for the rest of her life. You I know think what I'm saying? Like, no matter where you start, you're gonna you're gonna spoil something. Well, they came up with who's a, they? The fuckers that wrote this fucking troll ass writers. Troll at, there is some trolling in here, and it pisses There's me. Trolling off. everywhere. Star but Wars. it's like this is a Star Wars way, and they're just like the fucking prequels. I'm like, dude, shut up. This is a pissed episode. This is like where this is like a podcast comment section where everyone's just ranting and raving and Mopar's pissed. So, <laughs> so they came up with an order to watch. You watch it in this order, and you still get the, the "I am your father." You still get the palpy stuff. So let's take a look here. They suggested that it was. Four, five. So you start off with Luke. You find out that Vader is his father. Go back to two, and then you get to see two and three. Basically, what happened to Vader. 
which kind of makes sense in my eyes. And then you, you jump to six and kind of see the the final conflict between father and son. So I think that's it. And clearly they got rid of one because it's definitely not worth watching at all. Oh, my God. I'm, that is the definition of, of butthurt, mm-hmm. I think. I think it is. I think We're one's not- better than two. And I, over the past, like, two years, I've liked one more and more every time I've watched it. Yeah. It's got its downfalls. I understand that. It's one of my least favorites. It's my So does two. four, five, and six. Right. Mainly four net? and six. Mainly Hi, four and can six. can you reach my lightsaber? We got stuck in this deer net. By these little furry fucks. Just, Are you kidding me? Imagining them roasting over a fire pit. Could you imagine that scene happening in a movie today? People would be livid. Are you fucking kidding me? Obi-Wan Kenobi, one of the smartest things ever, attacking a fucking, I don't know, a war horse? And he gets his foot stuck in some poop and gets... <laughs> Dude, it's the same thing. <laughs> you, the f- crazy thing is you can't uh, like have a conversation with people about that. Because you're just like, well, it's Ewoks. They're tribal. That's what they did, man. Like, episode six. Ewoks, Luke's supposed man, to be that's a what Jedi they did. master at that point. What, it, and he gets not, stuck in a net. Sh- there is no force. Uncook yourself. Like, there's no power for that. You just... The strongest being in the galaxy, almost at that point, is rotisseried, and then he goes and kills the fucking emperor. What the fuck? He doesn't kill the emperor. He tries. <laughs> Father, please! No, he sits there and <laughs> takes it like no, a bitch. It's just, it's some. It's a conversation that I don't even get into anymore, with the exception of obviously on the show. Mm-hmm. But no one, people that are rooted... <laughs> I'm going back to politics again. People that are rooted in what they have decided is the right thing that they they enjoy, they're not going to change your mind. If you were a kid and you watched four, five, and six and fucking fell in love with it and hate the prequels, you're not going to change your mind. So but let's what, not even have a conversation about what's it. What's the core of that? You don't want to be wrong. You don't want to change your mind. So that- I think you've clung to something for so long that you don't want to give it up. But if but if you change your mind on something, that means you were wrong at some point. Yeah, it means you lost. Oh yeah, you lost, lost the argument. Life. No, you learned something. That's what. And happens. now you can fucking sit back and enjoy your favorite fucking thing. Oh my god, yeah, <laughs> I agree. Just fucking let it go. Well, I mean, we've. We so had, what's your what's your thought on the on the? We had a streak of episodes where we complained about the prequels too. Yeah, with the exception of three. But they're still watchable and good. And I'm over that now. And there's still stuff to laugh at, as that there are in four, five, and six, and seven. Don't ever say that about seven again. <laughs> What? There's nothing in seven that's bad. Not bad. There's stuff to giggle the at. Stravenger! Get strong in the force. I laugh at that every time. <laughs> yeah, I do too. <laughs> so, what is uh, your thought? Four, five, two, three, six. I first of all saying. hate the idea of leaving something out. True. So, if they were to do it properly, they'd probably be four, five, one, two, three, six. You know, I've heard that before, but I don't. It kind of makes sense to me, though. You get to see. The main first character, Luke. Luke, they find him. He blows up the Death Star. He finds out Vader's his father, the worst enemy. So let's go back and figure out what, how Vader was created. And then you jump. It's kind of a huge jump from three to six, though. Like, he becomes Vader in three, and then now you're... It's a huge jump from three to four, though, too. 
Yeah, I don't know. I thought it was an interesting, like, we, we've always asked, well, I would start him with four because that's how it's supposed to go. But I've always wondered, what if people didn't know Palpatine becomes Sidious? You would, though. I don't know. I don't know. Mm, shit. I don't know. Um, I mean, I have seen in movies before where they'll set something up. Quentin does this a lot. Mm-hmm. You you set something up and you don't quite know what's going on, and then he does a flashback. You're like, oh shit, that makes sense. So in that regard, I I think that order could work. Jumping from five to two, though, I don't know. I just I don't want to leave out one. It yeah. sets up like even if you don't like young Anakin and Jar Jar, one sets up all of the like one through three is is a political. Yeah, cloak and dagger, fucking madness. So one sets all that up with Palpatine in the Senate. So you'd miss all that. You wouldn't get to see all of Amidala's outfits <laughs> and the Planet Core, all the special <laughs> acting classes that she's taken to look sad. Jesus, she was just crying the whole time. Space boots. <laughs> Anyways, no, I'm not particular on an, on an, this order or that order. Um, I do like the just four, five, six, one, two, three. I think it might be hard for people to watch, enjoy, and appreciate appreciate four from the first time if they've never seen a Star Wars <clears throat> movie. So I'm a little wary about that. I kind of want to say, like, watch seven. And if you like and enjoy seven and it intrigues you, you want to know about story in the background, then let's go back and watch the whole setup for seven. Mm. That's what I say. It's hard because like you said, people are so especially kids now, they're so overdone. If it was a kid, great... I would say watch Rebels. Yeah. But if Rebels... you like and enjoy Rebels and you want to know more, there's seven movies. Let's do it. But four, five, and six is going to be a struggle no matter what for children now. I wouldn't say a struggle. fucking Transformers and the shit's blowing up and looks still looks great, and then they go back to mine, 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 and just like oh, look away, little. But if they like the overall concept of Star Wars mm-hmm. and they want to know more about it, then you just say, you know, this movie was made forty years ago. It was revolutionary at the time. You just gotta you gotta preface it, man. You gotta set it up um, in the right way. <clears throat> yeah. But I would say start with if you're a kid. If you're if you're listening and you have a kid, they haven't watched yet. I mean, if you're a Star Wars fan and you have a kid, they've probably watched it already, whether they know it or not. Just in the background, you just loop Episode Five in their crib every night that they go to sleep. Um, but I would I would watch Clone Wars and Rebels. Start with that and then go back and review and fill fill in the gaps and all that so, fun stuff. I just saw this. What did you just see? The duration. Of sequences or scenes that Jar Jar is in. Episode 1, 38 minutes involves Jar Jar in some way or another. Episode 2. Swinging a miss there. 3 minutes and 28 seconds. Much better. Yes. Episode 3, 7 seconds. Annie? Okay, that's it. Yeah, Get he learned his lesson for that one. <laughs> he learned his lesson for that one. He's, you, you can't... <sighs> He's annoying as fuck, but you can't fault a filmmaker for taking risks. 
I don't think he's that bad. I, I mean, mean you, like, you can have idiot species or uh, yeah. it's not even an idiot species. He's just an idiot of the Gungans. The rest of the Gungans were pretty cool. Yeah. He's just uh, clumsy. <laughs> you're banished because you're clumsy. Uh, you some mightn't be saying that. <clears throat> Here's Star the thing. Planet. And I've cool. actually never thought about this way. And I've never even said this before. We Everyone praises episode four for taking risks. No one's ever seen a fucking movie like this. No one's ever seen praying manises in a fucking bar where someone gets their arm cut off by I a laser sword. I still can't handle the mosquitoes in episode uh, that's seven. That's what I meant, I think. I said praying mantis, but no, I meant there is mis- there are praying mantis in episode four, but there were mosquitoes in episode seven. Oh, in seven. I got you. Sorry. Well, people pride four for taking risks. And if Lucas took a risk on Jar Jar and thought he was doing the right thing, swing and a miss. Move on. He's over. I don't like you I think said, that's why I everyone think hates one so much. I don't think it's as big of a mistake as people make it to be. But the fact that he has almost 40 minutes of screen time. That's the mistake. Let's calm it down. He should have never even been on Tatooine. It doesn't even make sense. Leave him in the fucking ship. Yes. Yeah. It's all you're all bringing a fucking boarding party. You got the queen mistress planet whore, and then you got R2 and Jar Jar. You're trying to be low key, and we're just like fucking circus walking <laughs> in. He's stumbling around, stepping in shit, and getting in fights with Sabalba. <laughs> Especially Jesus. dangerous dog named Sabalba. He says, even Quagans like we've we've had enough of uh, the queen's orders today. You know. Let's. We're trying to keep it low key, but we got the cartoon rabbit with us. <laughs> it's like, why did you bring him? Was he really gonna help you barter for a fucking hyperdrive? We'll we'll sell you maybe this cartoon I was rabbit. Say maybe he was trying to sell him <laughs> in slavery. That's funny. God, so dumb. Anyways. Okay. The other thing, <clears throat> bring up that list again. I, I didn't know that these existed. What's these? So. Things exist called the editor strikes back. That means all the prequels have been edited and shortened to a total of 85 minutes. So it's like an hour and a half. Interesting. They cut out probably a shitload of stuff. All the Jar Jar scenes, I'm sure, are gone. (laughs) Which is the next thing. The Phantom Edit. That's episode one without Jar Jar. But don't you delete, don't you, you lose important conversations that happen while Jar Jar's on screen? Why? Where? I think there's a lot of stuff that Amidala says while uh, Jar Jar is standing there, fucking. Maybe they got rid of those parts where he talks. I don't know. I didn't know those it. things. So the editor strikes back. I feel like Kerner's mentioned those, but no, I haven't seen either of them. Right. Yeah, I didn't know those were the, those were a thing. So I just wanted to bring that up. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was bitch like. Just, I'm just gonna edit out the parts I don't like and make the movie mine. Just like, isn't dude, that, just watch the fucking Isn't that movie. a definition of like what a toxic fan can be? What other movie series does anyone do that with? I bet there's a lot. If it's a bad movie, they don't fucking watch it. But this is still a good movie. We're just gonna edit out the fucking cartoon rabbit. What? No. Keep him in there. It's fine. Oh, Just man. get through it. Whatever. You, you nerds need to calm the fuck down. Well, yeah. So, the other thing that I didn't know is mm-hmm. where Emperor Palpatine's 
name came from. It was it came from a presidential candidate in the movie Taxi, and his name was Palantine. You just kind of twisted it to say Palpatine. Palpatine. Palin- Palantine. Palantine. But that was yeah. Lucas, I guess, was a big Taxi fan, and he's just like, I like that name. Let's fucking add a letter. That's an interesting thing about Star Wars, and I've always. But isn't it cool that it comes from a presidential candidate in yeah. another movie, and he ends up? I wonder if that's where the whole like character idea came from. Maybe Not he just the name. spun it off him a little bit. I always thought that was a very interesting about Star Wars, where random effects that, like whatever happens on set, random things that may occur that like alter a character's story or whatever, that becomes canon. Like the whole thing in episode seven where Poe really was, was supposed to die when the TIE FO crashed on Jakku. Yeah. Like the fact that the actor didn't want his character to die right there affected the entire canon of Star Wars. Right. I thought that was very interesting. And then when you read about where they picked the names from and stuff like that, yeah. it just has a big effect. Well, it's cool that it that not many like, that like things go in that detail about stuff. And Star Wars has always has done that and I liked it. Yeah. Agreed. So another name thing. So the name Ewoks, which is never uttered in the movies, um, was taken from a a Native American tribe, the Miwoks, who are native or were native to Northern California. Which is where they shot the uh, the end of the Redwood Forest. The Redwood Forest, yeah. So that blows my mind. It makes so much sense that they're in... The Miwoks territory, and they need natives in the Star Wars universe for that territory. So they'll just Ewoks, Miwoks, Ewoks, whatever. Natives to this land. This land is your land. Oh, this land is Miwoks. Yup, yup. I love that. Yeah, I. It's. I agree. It's cool that like something small. I twisted my ankle. Well, your character's now has a limp for the entire Star <laughs> yes, Wars series. Yes, exactly. It's like, well, what? what you just said about they didn't say Ewoks in the movie at all. But the fact that we made up, they made a point to know that the name of those characters are Ewoks. And now they have a whole history and backstory and they come from Endor and they do this and they act like that and they roast Jedi Knights over a fucking fire. <laughs> like that all has a backstory just because of, uh, of what they did in the movie. <laughs> oh, he has a lightsaber? Bust out the teriyaki. <laughs> we're eating. That, bitch. We're cooking tonight. Warwick Davis oh is in God. Rogue One, by the way. Who? Warwick Davis. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wicket. Who played Wicket. Wicket. And Wicket. Other things, but um, we talked about how he was confirmed. He said that he was going to be in episode eight. He's also in Rogue One. He's in episode eight. That's what we said last time. Two episodes ago, I think. Yeah. 80, episode 81. Yeah, I forgot his name for But yeah, he's back and good to go. But yeah, he's also <clears throat> in Rogue One. So we'll see. Interesting. In five weeks. I have my. Uh, I don't know. <sighs> what? I'm excited for Rogue One. I'm excited for everything. Just think about it. Outside of Vader, what do we know about anyone in that movie? Mon Mothma and Vader is about it. We still don't know much about Mon Mothma. We know that she worked with Bail Organa to start the rebellion after Palpatine took over. That's pretty much all we know. No, Starkiller created the rebellion. 
Bond. <laughs> That's all we know, man. Many no, I'm excited dolphins. to know. Yeah. The hints, dropping the hints about Jin Erso's dad having a role in the creation of the Death Star is huge. And like we mentioned last week, two weeks ago, last year, fucking whatever, we said the the possibility that he maybe built in the failsafe of like the exhaust port. Mm-hmm. It's fucking huge, man. I don't know why they would go all the way. They're going out of their way to legitimize that exhaust port. A battle station of that size is going to create heat. You need an exhaust port. You're running things. You need heat to get to escape. Well, yeah, but and the fact f- that the exhaust port leads to the fucking reactor and blows the thing up. That's what gets hot. Where does my exhaust go to? It goes to the fucking engine because that's what gets like, hot. They spent... No. No, 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 no. Yep. They spent like 12, 15, 20 years building that motherfucker. Also, they were not going to let it get blown up by just one little thing. Also. Which everyone's always had an issue with. What does an exhaust port do? Releases heat. So yes. heat's blowing out of this thing. Let's shoot tor- uh, torpedoes on her. Oh, they should blow right the fuck out. That's the- silly. Heat blows out. It's not strong enough to blow out like I don't things know. that are coming in at a... Fucking force velocity. It would keep the bugs out. Space bugs. Bugs aren't a proton torpedo, man. The buzz droids. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think the military of the Empire is advanced. As much as they can't hit shots, they're advanced. <clears throat> they would not let something like that slip by. So, another thing. No. Another one. No. The fact that in the Force Unleashed book, they talk about the Death Star being created. Not canon. I don't want to talk about it. Yes, it is. Just kidding. It is. You said Force Unleashed? It is canon. It's not canon. Cool, it would be. (laughs) (laughs) No, but they took... Let me hear it. Starkiller gets on the Death Star. Yeah. Which is kind of already fucking weird. What? (laughs) (laughs) But he lands and they're still building it. Um, they, the Empire took over Kashyyyk to get the Wookiee slaves to build the Death Star. So, yeah. And that was almost the, that was the backstory that I thought I knew about. That's silly. Han was Han was a stormtrooper and he saved Chewie on his way out because he was enslaved. I don't know where I heard that, but I thought it was true. Supposedly it's not. That, but that's thinking not. about the fact that Wookiee slaves were supposedly building the Death Star, and I guess we'll see it in Rogue One, Seven. maybe. Well, it's supposed to be operational by then. Um, maybe they built in weaknesses as they were building it and stuff like that. I don't know. Another one. The fact that buzz droids exist... And you have to use Wookiee slaves to build shit? Just build some droids that build some droids that make a Death Star. Stop fucking around trying to take people over that aren't going to listen and are going to fight you half the way. You're going to spend military time. Build a goddamn droid that makes the goddamn thing. Yeah. Why? It's... I agree. It's so weird. It's weird that we go from a crazy droid army that is super efficient once they get their shit together and they start using the super battle droids and the droidicas. Dude, that's a military onslaught. As long as you can keep radio connection and Bluetooth wireless shit. <laughs> but 
And then you got the clones, which is another astounding feat on the other side. And then, then in the future, oh, we'll just we'll hire white British people to run shit. <laughs> And we'll get Wookiees to build our stuff. They know how to make stuff out of wood. They know how to make a death planet. Let's do it. Yeah, the Wookiee thing does not make any sense to me. I don't know if that's canon anymore, but it's, that it was, should not be because that's was, silly. What well, is Legends? I know that they've. I'm I glad don't know it's about the not Han. canon because that's silly. I don't know about the Han and Chewie thing. I I've looked that up and I couldn't find it anywhere, but I did hear that. But Wookiee slaves built the Death Star. If the Death Star was made Legends. out of wood. That would make a lot more sense. Nah. Come from a planet covered in forests. They're very strong. Making stuff out of wood would make a hell of a lot more sense than just enslaving them and sending them off to this floating death thing. Mm-hmm. Like, that's silly. They were also... Jesus, man. On the outside of it. I don't know if it has just an like, atmosphere. Yeah. But Starkiller... away with a fucking hammer. Starkiller, like, landed... As a human without anything and was breathing on the outside of it, talking to Wookiees and shit. I was like, what? Does it have Man, an I'm atmosphere? so glad that fucking thing is uncanny. <sighs> Shock T pisses me off. I wonder if there's people that love Force Unleashed the way we love the prequels and are thinking the same way about us as we think about all these fucking butt hurt trolls about the prequels. Man. I mean, Force Unleashed is good, man. Starkiller is a good character. You should take see it more seriously. Read it again. Try it he, again. I think he had. A, I like the yeah potential for sure. I like the character of Starkiller. The fact that Vader has a secret apprentice. The idea of love that. It. The idea. Fucking of let. I yes. love it. Fucking of let. <laughs> I love it. Three out of three. Um, seven out of seven. It's the execution of the book specifically. I don't think I ever got all the way through the. The actual game, so yeah. maybe that just I didn't makes actually it better. It either, yeah. Because supposedly you do fight Shakti in it, right? Uh, yeah, I fought her. It was like in the, the second first or third. main boss. Yeah. yeah, so that's cool. It would be fun to fight her as Star Killer, but as I listened to the audiobook, I was like, it was <laughs> so simple for him to kill things, and it was everything was lightninged. I'm done ranting about him. I just yeah. he was a cool character, <laughs> and the book was terrible. It was it. It either didn't translate well into a book, or I've got a lot of issues with the game, which I have unplayed. Well, it's very hard to make a game translate into a book. And Drew, when we interviewed Drew, he said, we was talking about that about Revan. He was like, he couldn't write a Revan book about the KOTOR timeline. Because the way that fans interpret a character, when you can make the character do what you want, you can't can't translate that into a book. Walks and shocks everything, everything is dead. Yeah, and that's why a lot of people had grief with the Revan novel. I know you did too, because as you played the game and made Revan go dark side, you had this idea who Revan could be, mm-hmm. and when that didn't end up being the canon story, just we'll settle. We'll settle with that. That's the reason I don't like Star Killer is because I read a non-translated well book, and it was an audio book. A non-said well phrase. Good. <laughs> No, that I, makes sense. Yeah, so maybe I'm just biased that way. I tried. I thought, one, okay. it was a fucking cheap-ass audio. It was like five bucks. I'm like, and it had great ratings. I was just like, fuck yeah, five bucks, I'll do this. It was like a I mean, six-hour sure thing. I'm sure well and everything. <sighs> I don't know about that. <laughs> there was a lot of things that just itched, itched my scritch. Did not like it. 
that didn't itch the scritch. No, scratch my itch is good. Itch a scritch is like, what the fuck are you doing? I thought when we said it's the scritch was a good thing. I don't remember. A fan will tell us. Listen back. <laughs> don't. When did we say it's my scritch? And was it good or bad? Let us know. Email us. Comments below. Leave a comment on this web zone. <laughs> web zone. <laughs> Let me know if you want any pizza rolls. Leave a comment <laughs> in the web zone. Oh, we should watch. We just quoted uh, Red we Letter have a Media. Lot to get to, though. By the way, Red Letter Media. Everyone will know Mr. Plinkett's reviews of the Star Wars prequels, why they suck, which are hilarious, but they don't actually suck. But uh, he did one on Force Awakens. We should watch that. Hmm. Web Zone. Web Zone. Pete's World. That makes me uh, think of, I watched Silence of the Lambs. That's a good fucking movie, man. I watched it yesterday. I For the, the first time since maybe a decade ago, I actually turned on the television and watched cable. Uh, since we have so many fucking channels, I was like, fuck it. Let's see what's on like HBO and stuff. And that was on. It was right at the beginning. I sat there and it was just such, it's such a good movie. That's one that I didn't like the first few times I watched it because of how old it was and because of how old I was when I watched it. Not as old as you think. 91, right? Ooh, good. Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. Good game. Time as Terminator. I thought it was old. I thought so it was right like now 81. it's 25 years old. I thought it was like 81. Really? Until yesterday when uh, Clarice literally says, that happened back in 1990. I'm like, what the fuck time is it? It's last year, Clarice. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck calendar you used? I th- yeah. Yeah. I just no, it's a really it good movie. 80s, but I just didn't, when I was younger, I just didn't appreciate it. Anthony like, Hopkins. The movie for what it yeah. was. Fantastic. I was actually uh, listening to Rogan's show and they were talking about how Jack Nicholson was up for that role of Hannibal Lecter Ooh. and almost got it. Which would have been a totally different take on the character, but still, I think, would have right. been awesome. Just completely different Hannibal Lecter, but would have been fucking sweet. I don't think it would have been as good, but yeah, it's hard. It's, it's hard, hard to say. say that, though. It's hard to say. Yeah. He, but it's he always, always does the crazy. Like he always yeah. does the crazy people. Yeah. But always. He did the... Uh, what's his face? Jack... He always plays a Jack. I never noticed that. And his name is Jack. Jack Napier in Batman. Uh, Jack. God, what was his last name in The Shining? All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. I forget his last name. But he always plays a Jack. A spades. Jack of clubs. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. What if... So let me ask you this. This is going to be the question of the episode. Today on Rogue Squadron. (laughs) Um... If Jack Nicholson was in Star Wars, what, oh, what, shit. what character would he play? Would it be a brand new character? And if it is a brand new character, what type of character would it be? I picture him as a very old retired bounty hunter who's seen a bunch of shit across the galaxy and is sitting in a cantina and people come to him for advice. Kind of like a Lore Santeca, but instead of this like mysterious sage sitting in a hut in a fucking village. He's in the sleazy bar in Coruscant and he's been all over the galaxy and he's seen everything and he's killed all these different types of people and species or whatever and he's just sitting there and Boba Fett walks up and he's like, man, I really struggling to track down this motherfucker. Can you give me some help? And dishes hmm. it out. Interesting. I have somewhat a similar. I see him as the leader of like a 
underground gang that not only bounty hunter go bounty hunters go to, but like Sidious might ask. For like some help. he's he's just connected. Yeah. Yeah. So I need this to happen, Jack Napier of Coruscant. <laughs> yeah. And Jack just knows I got you, and it's just gonna cost you a lot. But he's kind of like that underground. Not drug lord, but like crime lord. Yeah. I could see him doing that. Nice. That, like, even the Jedi know that is the bad guy, but we can't walk in there. We can't just walk in there as Jedi because we're going to get fucked. <laughs> he's got so much stuff going on and so many people doing so many things for him. And he has got so much money, we can't even mess with him. Yeah. That's how I, I, I just like that non force power having death threat to the Jedi. To the Jedi. Jedi. That was like a fucking <laughs> Sarlacc pit burping up Boba Fett's helmet. Jedi. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was. So, <clears throat> let's get into it. Get into what? Doctor Strange, go. Oh, yeah. You know, I guess this man, <laughs> this episode should have been mainly about Doctor Strange, don't you think? Well. Or should we both see it again and then do a full... Well, let's do a like a one minute recap. Let's or do a let's, quick. Let's do a one minute what we thought. Let's not even get into the plot okay. or anything, because there's some other stuff that we got to talk about too. So let's do a quick, and then once we both see it again before the next episode, we can do a full ass review and everything else. Um, I'll I'll start. Go ahead and start. I'll pour a beer while you start. My favorite Marvel movie, period. I enjoyed it that much. I thought it was a good mix of action, of character development. The characters outside of Doctor Strange were interesting and cool. Great casting. The the power difference between an Avenger and Doctor Strange is astounding. And it's so cool how he fits into that universe. And we haven't even seen him... Well, no, no spoiler, but we we don't see him like mesh with any other like Avengers or superhumans, right? So it's cool to see the Avengers are doing that, but comma Doctor Strange, but and he's a comma, cool, Doctor Strange. but he's a cool character. He's not just like a he. He's a little more Earth. He's grounded. He's I was gonna say earthy. He's very grounded. He's. I think he's stubborn. Well, he has his faults. And I think a lot of... He's not grounded yet. I think he's working on it. I, I think when he fucks his hands up... Spoiler. If you don't know the origin story. I think that really fucks with him. And he doesn't know what to do or where to go. And he kind of just ends up there. So, I don't know. I don't want to get too much into the plot. So, I still will stick by my... It's my favorite Avengers movie. I'm going to go see it again tomorrow. You mean Marvel movie? Yes, I'm sorry. Yes. Yeah. And that's saying something because I, re- I really do enjoy uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but I still would put this above it. That's I'm going to have to watch. They're both very funny movies. I'm I'll going to see Doctor Strange again this weekend. And I, I, I got to see Guardians again before I can say for sure. I think Guardians is still my favorite. But Doctor Strange is probably number two. I don't know about what that. What I will say as a particular superhero Doctor Strange is way up on my list now because I, I I went into it knowing nothing I know I know you read the origin story graphic novel a few months ago mm-hmm. we talked about it a little bit 
But I, I did read it. It's sitting over there. But I knew nothing, as I did with most of the Marvel heroes before we watched the MCU movies. Spider-Man? I mean, I, yeah, you know about Spider-Man, of course. Jesus. But I'm saying I didn't know details about Iron I Man. I didn't know details yeah. about Black Widow and all that shit. Yeah. Captain America. Thor. Um, yeah. I uh, I like Doctor Strange a lot. A lot. It's like it was a nice uh, it was a nice change up. It's very refreshing from the I'm trying to do the right thing and I discover that I have a power and now I'm gonna keep doing the right thing with my power. It was a nice of he has to change fundamentally who he is as as a person in order to not only heal himself but also do in the in the process he knows that. By healing himself, he gives himself the power to do something better for humans overall or the world overall. And we'll get into more of this next week when we do the full review. But I thought his whole um, his whole story was a nice change up. And of course, the whole power set, this magic and sorcery and everything, we haven't seen at all. That was definitely that was a huge leap. We haven't seen anything like that at all. I seriously. At this point, he is the strongest superhero I have ever seen. And he's still learning. I'm saying not even Batman. I don't see how Batman, who defeats everything, figures it out. Batman can't What's go... What's different, th- universe? I understand, but I don't care. I'll cross that shit. I think Batman would defeat everybody. He would find a way because that is Batman. Even against like the Hulk, who was just unstoppable. Batman would figure something out, get him in a trap. You're gone. I don't have to deal with you. I win. But like Doctor Strange's power, it's so just beyond reason almost. It's beyond time. Like, what the fuck, dude? Oh, I messed up. I'll just try it again. <laughs> what? I'll do it again and again and again until I fucking win. I've come to bargain. I've come to bargain. <laughs> what? Come to bargain. What? That's so funny. No, yeah, I, th- I think it's really cool. The way, I don't know if they planned to wait on Doctor Strange. They probably did because they know he's like a less known superhero. But the way that they delivered it, the way that they gave us cliche, not, I don't even want to say cliche, but typical superheroes first joined them up, did this, gave a storyline for them. And but they we have, we have, Little glitterings of it's not a word Thanos glitterings of Thanos in the background, who's in the galaxy. He's like in space, sitting on a throne in fucking space. We don't know how he's going to connect, and we have these physical superheroes on Earth, and then now all of a sudden, Doctor Strange, who's controlling space and time and magic, is going to be that connection where, like, the physical superheroes and Thanos get to meet. Well, yeah, they're gonna. Have it's to gonna team make up. a lot more sense for them to. For, for Thanos to join in the fight. It, with Doctor Strange, with what they've set up in the movie, it's going to make a lot more sense for him to jump in. But just think about if they team up. Because he oh, can yeah. do that like portal thing and just send the Hulk somewhere like that. And then he goes, fucks up that army. And he yeah. sends them back and then fucks with time. Oh. Because I what I see it, so awesome. what I see happening is the physical soup, the Avengers are going to be fighting the war. The physical battle. It's kind of like 
the clones versus the droid army. That is the war, but the actual conflict is Jedi and Sith. And the politics. True. Yeah. But that's all tied in with yeah. the Jedi and Sith. Yeah. So that's what I kind of see. Like, the Avengers are the war with all the crazy nonsense that's probably going to come from Thanos. But then it's going to be like Doctor Strange. And I'm sure he's going to be using some of the the Avengers. But it's going to be key to, like, powers like his yeah. that fight Thanos. Because there's... What are you gonna, what else are you going to do? I don't know because... Well, we don't even really know what Thanos does yet. Yeah. Because all he's I, done is sit there and say, give me the fucking stones, dude. And... So this is going to show my ignorance, but I'm just going to say it because this is what I know. I know Thanos is somewhat on the same level or same key as Darkseid in the DC universe. And what I know about Darkseid in the DC universe is Batman kills that motherfucker. <laughs> At least. Well, in- Batman always finds a way. And that makes me think he would find a way <laughs> against Dr. Strange somehow. But um, yeah, so I just. It's so weird to think that people like Doctor Strange and Thanos on Darkseid exist, but a human, not even just a human, he just, he's just a guy. He does, he's not even like a special human. He's not extra strong. Like, he, sure, he like bodybuilds because he has money, but there's nothing special about Bruce Wayne, specifically him as a human. You're right. not even a big dude. You're a short, chubby fuck. But you're just really smart, have a lot of money, and know, and you have a lot of vengeance. Well, that, I guess that is what it what it is about him. He's really smart. True. He's and extremely I'll, intelligent. And I think the demigods, or whatever you want to call them, the metahumans underestimate Bruce every fucking time. Because that's, they, an, that's his advantage. They, yeah. And he, he uses that to his advantage. Yeah. He's the greatest detective, so he finds yeah. out what the fuck fucks you up. The fuck fucks you up. Okay, I'm going to stop talking for a little bit. Um, That's good. My favorite, like I said, I'm going to stop there. I'm excited to see it again tomorrow so I can actually analyze everything. Yeah. The one big thing that they changed was if you do know the origin story, which it doesn't really matter, um, the chosen one becomes a woman or is a woman in the movie. Ancient one. Ancient one. You're right. Um, They don't really specify. They say Sorcerer Supreme a couple times, but it's always talking about the the ancient one Um, in the book they like specify Doctor Strange becomes Sorcerer Supreme which is like the ancient one's title actual yeah and I'm glad they didn't do that because he's it's the first movie and he's he's still still learning learning. yeah but what he does so that if I had to critique it he jumps his power levels like fucking that. I think they advance the timeline pretty quick. Yeah, I kind of get that too, but it's because they still kind of all of a sudden they just have to get out. Well, he's like all of a sudden stealing books out of the library. Spoiler. I'm sorry. We're, oh, I'm done. We'll go with this next well, week. Yeah. <laughs> he just he jumps powers very quickly. I'm gonna end. Spoiler there. alert. Go see the fucking movie. Oh, gonna go see it again. Triggered. Okay. Not triggered. I'm happy. It was so good. It was delicious. It's really awesome. If it was a beer, it would be like three out of three. And delicious. <laughs> okay. Um, Game of Thrones. We'll little, end with Game of Thrones. Quick little Game of Thrones things I want to end on. So we talked two episodes ago. We got into uh, the card game. Game of Thrones, the card game. Once we did, I went back and started rewatching the show over the past um, 
month, month and a half. Okay. I don't know. I watched the whole fucking show again. <laughs> it was really good. Um, Lord only. A lot better than I remembered, actually. They hide a lot of small stuff in there that you would only <clears throat> get and understand the second time through. I've seen it season one so many times, and I've season, seen season two a lot as well. But in like season three, I've only seen once before this. Season four and five and six were very blurry. So I, when I went back and saw them, I Wait, noticed a lot of stuff that I didn't. You got all the way through the, the yeah. whole thing? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, man. It was it, it, it was good. It was good. And once, because um, I watched that on HBO Go, and I think it starts season four. They do a uh, behind the episode. Yeah. And there's like a minute and a half at the very end where the creators are talking about the episode and everything. One specific thing that I thought was interesting, spoiler alert if you haven't seen season six, when Bran escapes um, the Three-Eyed Raven's tree and Hodor dies, Mm -hmm. they were saying how they actually met with George R.R. Martin and were asking him about Hodor. And George Martin told them specifically about how Hodor dies and how his name came to be. So that is actually from George Martin. It's not in a book yet because he hasn't finished book six or seven. Hmm. But they actually like met with him and he told him like, oh yeah, that's the backstory. Like that's what I wrote or that's what I'm about to write. And that's what I have planned for Hodor's backstory. And I thought that was really interesting. I'm just wondering how much other stuff is in the books or is in the show that hasn't been published yet, but they've met with George and he's been like, this is what I'm planning in the background. Like I know John and Daenerys are going to meet at some point and... This is what I have in mind, and they've taken that and kind of like morphed it into like a plot for the story, Jesus. for the uh, for for the show. What if what if they created so fucking awesome a Star Wars? Yeah, man. They've been so I gotta say within the past like five years, five, six, seven years, TV series have been off the fucking charts. Yeah, and I'm we've already talked about how we're not a fan of The Walking Dead and stuff like that, but. It's still catching people and stuff like Game of Thrones. I really don't like The Walking Dead. Breaking Bad. I think it all started with stuff like Lost, where it was kind of weird. And I know I've talked about it, but with it like being almost plotless, it was all character development. It was just like in what happens and who dies and the struggles and the relationships. And that was 100% what it was. Nothing that actually happened in the setting mattered. Spoiler. (laughs) People died, and the next episode, they're fucking up walking around. There was a monster, like, for the entire first season. They were scared. Next season, no monster. Fuck that. No one cares. It's like, what happened? J.J. Abrams happened. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I... What's another series that's good? I said Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, Walking Dead. House of Cards. Yes. Yes. I do not like Walking Dead, man. I'm not, I've watched like the first three episodes and I was just like, I'm not into zombies. I get attacked for it, but I just don't like it. I'm into zombies. I like zombies. I'm not. A but the fucking show is not about the zombies. It's about humans being fucking assholes. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I got over it really quick. You know what they should make is a fallout series. Yes. That would be post-apocalyptic, like people building stuff back together 
all these tribes and they're all fighting each other and well, don't go over a, there. A similar mentality could, to Walking Dead, but it would yeah. actually make sense, right? Something actually happened because you have to scrounge together to fend for your lives against each other. If there was a zombie outbreak, don't you feel like everyone should come together to fucking fight the zombies? But they, that's it. Like, I think we should go over there and blow these zombies up. I think we should drive over there and get the fuck away. Well, fuck you too. And then they start stabbing each other. Yeah, I just think that's overplayed, man. House of Cards. I just don't like that mentality of House of Cards. When push comes to shove, humans are evil and they'll murder each other just because they think they want to. I don't know what it was. I'm just not about that. Originally. But I did not... I didn't dislike, but I did not like Kevin Spacey. It was something. He was in the middle. I watched probably something. House of Cards going on? Or you're just saying just him Kevin in general? Kevin Spacey in general. Hmm. And House of Cards plays a huge, huge thing in it. But something. It was probably 20 years ago when I was an idiot. And I still am. But I, I must have saw something by him. And I didn't enjoy it that much. And I just kind of had a bad taste in my mouth. And then I watched like unusual suspects and then a house of cards and i i watched 21 the gambling movie yeah with him a bunch and then I, I just watched american beauty and then i just i watch him he's fucking hilarious his his celebrity impressions are the best i've ever heard he's astoundingly talented and funny yep why did i not like I said, I didn't dislike him. I just didn't get it yet. You're not always ready for it. Well, maybe it was just because of the fact I hadn't seen a lot of his best stuff. And, of course, House of Cards wasn't out yet, but people were just like, oh, he's amazing. And I hadn't seen Unusual Suspects in 21 and all the good stuff. Just not ready for it, man. Have you seen Unusual Suspects? Usual Suspects. Have you seen the, the sequel? <laughs> the porno? Unusual Suspects. <laughs> Porno. I haven't seen that one. Sorry. Is it? Yeah, it is usual. No, usual Jesus. suspects. Yeah, I like it, I like it a lot now. <laughs> but I'm glad you brought that up about what? Time what? out. What? Remember when we were playing, uh, what was that DVD game? Seen it. Seen it. And we were, the answer was, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. They came up, what's this movie? That, there's a blah, blah, blah. With the inner city slickers. <laughs> uh, you mean the city slickers? <laughs> Dude, we died about that for about a half hour. That was I'm with still uh, dying. Should we say their names? Because the the what I want to say actually goes into those two guys. What do you mean, Bronson and Steve, and Dan and Wayneo? Steve actually needs to come down and be in the show. He's talked about it so many times, but I'd it's rather just, not. Steve, let's go, <laughs> Steve. Um, the first time I saw Usual Suspects, so Steve and Wayneo and Bronson are buddies. Mm-hmm are much more film savvy than we are. Mm -hmm. And they got into films. They were watching Quentin films a lot earlier than we were. We were, so, we were listening to Metallica. They were watching <laughs> films. That was kind of the... So the first time I saw like Usual Suspects and Boondock Saints and stuff like that, Boondocks, I, just, I wasn't Jesus. ready for it. I didn't yeah. appreciate it. I didn't like it. Um, but I watched Usual Suspects like two years ago. Fucking so amazing good. movie. So good. Fucking awesome. The first uh, big thing that I saw Kevin Spacey and then I liked was, sounds silly, but Pay It Forward. Yeah. Oh, With Helen Hunt and yeah. the kid from Sixth Sense. Sixth Sense, yeah. That movie's movie. fucking incredible, man. He plays a lot of small roles, too, that it just, 
You forget he's there, but he adds so much to stuff. God, what did I? What was I just watching? He's fantastic. He's just fantastic overall, man. He's just really good. At his, he's a master of his craft, man. Yeah. You can't. And if you haven't, please pause the you y'all pause the fucking podcast. Don't uh, okay. <laughs> pause the fucking podcast and go to YouTube and just put Kevin Spacey impressions. He's got tons of them. He does one on Wheel of Impressions on Jimmy Fallon, yeah, which is one of my favorite things uh, Jimmy Fallon does. He does it with uh, singers, and they do Wheel of Impressions, and they, they have to sing. They say, sing this song like this singer, and it's astounding. Ariana Grande does a fucking amazing. This girl is talented. I Jamie Foxx, man. I wish her fucking music sounded like her talent. Agreed. Jamie Foxx kills he does. It. He does the Toys R Us theme song in the style of John Legend. The Incredible. Toys R- yeah, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, and then Kevin Spacey does one. Uh, it's Halloween themed. He does like a costume parties as Johnny Card costume parties. Like I, <laughs> I can't even do it. I love it. It's so good. It's so good. He does the facial expressions too. It's amazing. Yeah, I don't understand why I didn't like him at, at an early age, but I. It's amazing. So, Boondock Saints. Let's end on Boondock Saints because I'm okay. sure we're not going to talk too much about it. When was the last time you saw it? I literally only saw that one time. Oh, God. I'll let you borrow it. It's so fucking I would good. like to watch it again. The I will part- preface by saying that a lot of things that everyone loves. Dude, Boonock Saints is like the cult classic movie. It's the best thing ever. You got to watch it. You, I usually don't like stuff like that. Boonock Saints is fucking amazing. For whatever reason. But I've only seen it that You're one on time. You're on a Star Wars podcast, you realize. <laughs> Yeah, everyone loves Star Wars. Not everyone. Yeah, idiots don't. Smart, intelligent people. Star Wars is not a cult classic. Star Wars is just pop because. Culture. Well, don't even say that because I'm sure the first three episodes were a cult classic, and then they started just growing and building and blah blah blah. Well, we weren't born then, so I don't know. Me neither. I said we. Yeah, Fuck. I I agree. I'm willing to watch Boondock Saints again. The second one's even really good. I watched Big Lebowski last night. It was fucking awesome. If you like to... Dude, not even close. I like Big Lebowski. I'm telling you. You're going to be... Let me... Let me watch it. Be eating your words, man. No, I... I, It's it's a long movie. You got to put time aside for it. But it is it is worth it. We're talking four or five hours? Three and a half. Three and a half. Not three and a half? What? Yeah. Yeah. Opar is drunk. It's the extended one. Yeah. Lord of the Rings version. Yeah, they add a bunch more killing. You know what's funny no, about I the think Lord of the Rings two, version? I think it's a two and a half hour movie. Or two, two and a half hour, yeah. Well, you know what's funny? We I always, like, not bragged, but bragged that the Lord of the Rings movies were so long for the extended version, but the credits themselves are like half hour. Mm-hmm. So fucking ridiculous. I want to look this up. Boondock Saints from 99. It was that recent. Oh, good. It's so good. It's a long movie, man. Doesn't say. Really? The word fuck is used a total of 246 times throughout the movie. That's really funny. No, the the funny parts in the movie. You're a crazy, psycho, fucking liar, drunk ass. 
bullshit. Two and a half hours. No, it's an hour and eight minutes. <laughs> or no, it's 108 minutes. So hour 48. Hour 48. 180 what? 108. Oh. Okay. So an hour and 48. Mopar's pissed. <laughs> it seems like a longer movie. It probably was just that bad that it took forever to watch it. I'm just kidding. I'm just You're kidding. Be eating your words, man. I'm just kidding. It's, it's a good movie. Good movie. All right, guys. We appreciate your time and your ears. I do. This is a Rogue Squadron podcast. Uh, episode 83. Yes. I am Mopar. I'm Commander Cody. Thank you guys for tuning in. You can check us out or something. Check us out online. It's just, everything's just Rogue Squad Pod. Don't forget, we are part of the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter. Hashtag SW Commonwealth and SWC Pod, along with Gen X Wing, Tumbling Sabers, Talking Star Wars. Go check out those guys. Awesome Star Wars shows. Um, and I know Gen X Wing is not a specific Star Wars show, kind of like we are. We don't always talk about Star Wars, which is kind of nice. They did a epic episode about Paris Bueller a few weeks ago, which I've listened to twice, and I really, really have been meaning to go back and watch Paris Bueller's Day Off. But go check out those shows online, on Twitter, and what else do we have to yell about today? Rogue One's going to come out. Rogue One's coming out. We already talked about that. We're going to be making a beer. We're making a beer. With uh, our buddies at Actual Brewing. So stay tuned for updates and goodness about that. But we're excited. But you, if you're not in Columbus, you won't be able to drink it. So so don't get excited. Drive to Columbus. <laughs> so be Come yeah. see us for Rogue One and you can, you can try some. Yeah. Cool, so, guys. Thanks for listening. Doctor Strange full review coming next episode. So if you're a big Marvel fan, stay tuned for that. If you're not, go watch Doctor Strange and stay tuned for that. Anyways, because <laughs> it's worth it. And we love you. We love you. I don't good, know what else to say. Good night, Galaxy. That's it. Good night, Galaxy. Galaxy.